one of the big moments in your life. Don't make it your last. Look, this thing might be bigger than even we think it is. Do you need an upgrade to the soundtrack to your life? Perhaps a song from a film or a tune from TV? My name is Gap. Exploding Head Movies is here to give you sounds from the cinema, along with the songs that will be defining your future and those forgotten classics that need a little rescue. Monday, 7 9 p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you. The sound of the city, the sounds that are heard in San Francisco are mixed with daylight's glimmering rays and moonbeams' shimmering glow. When darkness settles on the city, homeward people on their way, chimes ringing softly in the stillness, Fog creeping slowly across the bay. Hear the sound of the city, the sounds that are heard in San Francisco. Master the scale, and you master the score. Capricious Capricorn captures each note, holding it tight until it surrenders.
The mystery of music can melt into black and white, then dissolve into gray. Capricorn, convinced, can make gray glisten like white onyx. Saturn's musician plays as written, and in the end, people listen. Pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be, and welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's star-signed community radio station, CITR, your voice of UBC here on 101.9 on your FM dial, or perhaps your crystal wireless. We broadcast at 590 watts from unceded Musqueam territory here from the student nest here on campus. Our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland of British Columbia, from Squamish to Bellingham, west across the Salish Sea, where frequency bows our friends over at UVic, CFUV, and then east into the Fraser Valley. In all these places, and wherever else the internet takes you, you can also listen to us on the web via www.citr.ca. You can listen to shows live. Or you can listen to past shows as the podcasts are available, streamable there. Or you can download them for your own leisure to listen whenever you desire. My name is Gak, and I'll probe deeply into the cold case files of lost sounds for the next couple of hours. But don't imagine this is heavy paperwork or lifting, just sonic bliss with an element of menace. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live, 604 Eight two 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 four eight seven. That spells out six zero four U B C C I T R. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point. Also, give me a little bit of time to answer the phone there, since we are mixing everything live here. But you can email me anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook and Tumblr under its given name. I'm on Instagram as Myopic Man, and you can follow me on Twitter. That dastardly hive of scoundrels at 100 Air. So we kicked off things. A nice uh, choral jingle there. That was the Johnny Man Singers with The Sound of the City. That was recorded for the San Francisco radio station KSFO in 1955, back when it celebrated its then 30th anniversary by changing formats to something more middle of the road 
as we would have it back then. Some jazz, some sports, some jazz sports, and the vintage radio shows. So we heard eight studio singers there. And uh, Johnny Mann's jingle became so popular that the station regularly aired it upon listener requests. And Mann rewrote it for various other stations throughout North America. I did a cita- see a citation on the old Pedia of Wiki with regards to Windsor, Ontario. Mann was an arranger, composer, and conductor who worked regularly for TV and radio. Those roots were actually in rockabilly. And of course... In the mid-90s, KSFO turned into a conservative talk station, so you won't hear much of the sound in the city anymore. That jingle appeared on the soundtrack to the 2007 David Fincher film Zodiac, just to help establish the mood, at least of the time. And the film explores one of the biggest unsolved cases in recent history, about the Zodiac Killer, who operated in Northern California from the late 60s until the early 70s. And Fincher relied on composer David Shire to come up with the score, although it was something that was done after the original plans of how the music would work. So later on the show, we'll listen to some of his cues along with other songs from the film. And uh, for the you regular listeners, I did profile some of Shire's Zodiac scores, part of a larger overall composer profile back in 2010. After the Johnny Man Singers, uh, we narrowed down to Zodiac into more astrological sounds from the 1967 album Cosmic Sounds. We heard the conveniently named Zodiac with Capricorn, the un- uncapricious climber. Apparently sea goats aren't super ambitious. And the Zodiac was a project spearheaded by Electra President Jack Holzman in the wake of the success of the Doors' debut album. And that uh, responsibility for the album trickled down to New Brunswick's own quirky composer, Mort Garson, to implement. And uh, I'll get into some more details about that since I'm going to play a little bit more Garson and astrological sounds later on in the show. Since uh, there are 12 follow-ups to the album. Oddly enough, tied to star signs. And what was brief in the background here was Tim Hecker, and that goes back to 2003's Radio More with Careless Whispers, which uh, brings us to one of the other deaths that struck before 2016 ended. George Michael, and he died on Christmas Day. No cause of death had been reported, though he had died seemingly peacefully in his sleep, according to his partner. And he was only 53 years old. He was born Georgios Grachos Panayotou, completely mangling that Greek name, from North London, and he made friends with Andrew Ridgely at school. And in 1981, together, they formed a band called Wham! And they were one of the biggest pop acts in the early 80s, but then Michael went solo in 1986, and then became one of the biggest solo acts for the late 80s and early 90s to a certain extent. And of course, if you didn't see the film Keanu recently... Uh, he does get an outstanding profile on that sort. It's hard to believe some of the role models that we've lost over the past effectively 366 days, especially those uh, who presented a different side of masculinity. Thinking about Prince, and then someone else we'll hear from later on in the show. So uh, there was tons of obvious choices for George Michael songs, but I did veer elsewhere, and uh, this came during a time when he didn't release much in the way of albums. This would be the mid-90s. But uh, his heart was close to Brazil, 
based on one of his early relationships. And 1996, the Red Hot Rio compilation came out, and Michael sang a duet with Astrid Gilberto, with a song written by her dad, João Gilberto, one of the lead figures of the Bossa, Mo- Bossa Nova movement. Bossa movement, no but. Yes, Bossa Nova movement. So, from Red Hot and Rio, this will be off-key, or in Portuguese, Desafinado. You're listening to the generally off-key Exploding Head Movies here live from Studio A here in the Pitch Perfect Station that you know as CITR 101.9 FM. In a somewhat still cold, but mildening up, but later freezing, Vancouver. Enjoy singing, drumming, and spending time in a good environment? 
than SFU's Vansity Office of Community Engagement and SFU's Office of Aboriginal Peoples are inviting you to join the singing and drumming workshops. Led by Russell Wallace, a composer, producer, and traditional Lil Wat singer, Salish singing and drumming workshops are free and open to everyone. Join Russell on October 18th, November 22nd, and January 12th from 7pm to 9pm at the Gold Corp Centre for the Arts, located on 149 West Hastings Street. For more information, visit sfuwoodwards.ca or find Salish Singing and Drumming Workshops on Facebook. Invite your friends. From the 1957 film Tammy and the Bachelor, the first of four films in the Tammy franchise. We heard Debbie Reynolds there along with the Universal International Orchestra with the song simply known as Tammy. The role of the Bachelor in that film, if you're curious, was played by Leslie Nielsen, 
back when he was a serious actor, not the deadpan comedian of later spoofs. The song Tammy was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Original Song for 1958, as written by Jay Livingston and Ray Evans, but it did lose to a Frank Sinatra song all the way from the movie The Joker's Wild. Reynolds did all right in the end with Tammy. Garnered a number one hit on the charts. And she actually had several chart toppers before and after Tammy. And that naturally led into her own Vegas nightclub show in the 60s. So Debbie Reynolds made her debut on film in 1950s Two Weeks with Love. And at some point, if I were to dig up another kids show idea, I would definitely share a song from there. Abba Dabba. That's how it starts. Uh, but it was in 1952 when she appeared at the age of 18 with Gene Kelly in Singing in the Rain. And that showed many of her talents. And she moved easily from film to stage to TV in the recording studio, either for singing or voiceover work. Maybe you know her from Charlotte's Web. But she also has done some sitcom work recently. And, uh... Her last actual appearance was in the HBO film about Liberace, Beyond, Behind the Candelabra. Similar to George Michael, whom we heard before with Desafinado, as duetted with Astro Gilberto, Reynolds was known also for her charitable work. Of course, uh, she was also known as the woman that Eddie Fisher left for Elizabeth Taylor in the early 50s, making scandal. But Reynolds kept a solid family, as evidenced with the relationship with her daughter, Carrie Fisher, with whom they were made close neighbors and collaborators. And actually will be an HBO documentary series about their life together. Alas, they did die together. Debbie Reynolds died December 28th of what seemed to be a stroke, but it did happen a day after her daughter, Carrie Fisher, died from a heart attack. Reynolds was 84. As mentioned last week during our Star Wars profile when we looked at Rogue One and Return of the Jedi, Fisher was 60. We'll see what happens for the next Star Wars, but such lives. And they did well, despite what had happened. Behind me, this is Fortet, and from his 2004 Late Night Tales mix, this is known as January V. Now, the song Tammy was sampled in this old Avalanche's number. And the Australian act does have new material in the wake of their 2016 comeback, Wildflower along with the start of some tour date announcements. Do you see they are listed on Coachella? So I suspect other festivals are in place. Hopefully they make it up here. But definitely curious to see how they pull a lot of this off live. Uh, we're going to go back to the 2000s debut. Still outstanding. Since I left you, this will be the Avalanches. And do listen for Tammy in there. This will be a different feeling.
ever had a hankering to ski the world-famous slopes of Whistler? Boy, do we have great news for you. Escape the city in one of Zipcar's many mountain-ready vehicles. Plus, get $30 back in free driving credit when you tweet a selfie on the slopes at Zipcar BC. Zipcar, wheels when you want them. Yeah. 
David Bowie. From his off-Broadway and soon-to-be West End, released in London musical, Lazarus. That was no plan. The original cast recording for Lazarus, named after one of his songs from his 25th album, 2016's Black Star, came out a couple months ago. Along with quality vintage songs, three new songs appeared, including No Plan. And an EP just came out last week in honor of what would have been his 70th birthday. That date was yesterday. And of course, tomorrow marks the one-year anniversary of his death from liver cancer. And for the Lazarus cast recording, some of that was recorded days after his shocking death. And there are plenty of Bowie tributes that are happening. One that happened uh, over the weekend was at the Fox Theater. But uh, there are still two in town this week, um, both on Saturday. January 14th. Uh, first one's going to be at the Rickshaw Theater. And uh, returns with the second Bowie Ball. An action-packed night. Live music with a plethora of local bands playing Bowie tunes. It's going to be a bit of an industrial angle on all sides. So, lineup includes uh, some of the performers who did a similar tribute last year at the Rickshaw. Including Left Spine Down, China Syndrome, The Judies, Space Junk, Cast King, and The Next Right Thing. Just to name but a few. Tickets are available at local record stores. And some friends of CITR, too. Red Cat Records on Main. Zulu on West 4th. High Life Records. Neptune. But you can always go online to Ticketfly.com. And look for the Bowie Ball at the Rickshaw. Tickets start at $15. It's a 19-year-older show. And all proceeds go to the Canadian Cancer Society. That same night, some of the city's burlesque performers will be at the Rio Theater, at the corner of Commercial and Broadway. There'll be a live band burlesque tribute to David Bowie. Some of the performers include Burgundy Bricks, Shabubi Bubarella, Sasha Smolders, and more. Well, I believe great names given by their parents there. Uh, there's been a lot of music from Kitty Nights. Hot and heavy band tickets are $15 in advance. Just go to kittynights.com. Otherwise, they are $20 at the door. Next week, I'll go deeper into Bowie with an associated film score, though featuring none of his music. And he starred in a movie in 1976 based on a book that partly inspired the Lazarus play. That's the man who fell to earth. So I'll get more details next Monday around the time that this show celebrates its ninth anniversary. Behind me, perhaps ever so briefly now, this is Tony Rubio. Tony Rubio, from 1973 album Rhythms. This is, and this was, Bass in Action number one. Ah, now, a lot of great music came out in 2016. But sometimes when I try to do a two-hour episode, try to devote some of the music and review, some things get cast aside. So some of 2017 gets littered with uh, some of the songs that didn't make the cut, not based on poor quality. Maybe just uh, didn't fit into the mix at the time. But I'd hope to share this song uh, from Brooklyn's Parquet Courts. And this uh, quartet's done some wonderful balancing of outstanding songwriting with some quirky guitar sounds. They do have the odd side experiment where they usually highlight parquet courts spelt in a different way. But this one, just assume parquet, as I try to pronounce it phonetically, as in the type of wooden flooring that you would see at a basketball court 
and then quartz, as in the quart I said, as opposed to margarine, crystals. Just, I'll let you picture that in your mind, as you will. They released their fifth album last year called Humor Performance, and I love not only the guitar lick that sort of anchors it, but the slight organ that appears during the chorus. So this will be Parquet Quartz. About a song I do love, about, well, it's a song I do love because I share with you, but it's also a city I love, and it's a very apt description of what will happen to you after many a late night there. Berlin got blurry. It's not that expensive, but that takes commitment and you just don't have it. Feel so effortless to be a stranger, but feeling foreign such a lonely habit. You can't crop yourself out of the picture, out of focus, but still bring you inside. Well, the end got blurry and my heart started hurting for you. And second chances given without doubt Guess you've got a history But it's not worth a mention tonight Kind is captive to the beers you purchase Sipping through your scenes of plaster confession Telling pretty stories Is it your sole purpose? Telling everybody that you've learned your lesson But no one's falling for that mascot bullshit
world is a better place because of Kim Kardashian's empire, Cheetos, fleece material, and Discorder. It's a local, independent music magazine from CITR. Which means that we can print whatever we heckin' want. Album and live show reviews, interviews with artists, and sweet illustrations grace our pages. And even you, listener, can contribute. Just visit citr.ca backslash discorder backslash contribute. You can grab it around town or read it at discorder.ca. Forever local and forever free.
Woolworm. They played last Friday at the Astoria. And off a split 7-inch with Calgary's grown-ups. That was the Vancouver band with Very Well. Their latest release is the Sunrock 7-inch that came out last August. And Woolworm's most recent full release is 2012's Believe in Ourselves. In the background here, this is Pie Corner Audio off of an EP that they released in conjunction with Dalhouse called Run for the Shadows. What was that through the Lapsus magazine? The song is Stream 4. You're listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. Online at www.citr.ca. My name is Gak. part here. Shindig's back. If you're not aware what Shindig is, well, this past autumn, 27 bands started in our battle of the bands, and they're at Pat's Pub. There was one winner each night, so at this point, nine bands have made it to the semifinals, and everything kicks off again for round two tomorrow, January 10th, at Pat's Pub. Listen to the week's one through three winners as they compete for a spot in the finals. So, so that features Devourers, Mark Mills, and Prison Hair. So as always, there will be jokes for beer or fun facts for beer. If you have a fact that is fun, it better be fun. Otherwise, you'll run into various CITR folks there. But if not, also fans of live music, friends and family of the bands... It's a wide mix array of things, and of course at this point, with at least one show under their belt, we'll see who the judges go for in the finals. So again, Shindig, it's 33rd season, enters the semifinals. Three weeks of that, as you can guess, there'll be three winners, and then there'll be one winner during the finale afterwards. Once it gets closer to the finale date, I will definitely share with you some of the music from the contending bands. Of course, I wholly encourage you to go out and see Shindig Live. Uh, we're going to hop over to Calgary next. The band's known as Dream Whip. And uh, just last month, they released their self-titled debut. Appeared on a cassette that they self-released. Yeah, there's an interesting uh, reference here, either to a band that represents the hardcore movement out of California in the early 80s, or then the Danish board game that they're named off of. But the spelling here is different. Instead of a U with an umlaut, it's a double O. Huskerdu, H-O-O-S-K-E-R-D-U. This will be Dream Whip.
by the hardcore stuff is just is fast, very aggressive and loud, you know, music, angry music. Mr. Steeston Mike. Welcome to the Flex Your Head Show on CITR 101.9 FM here in Vancouver. I'm here every Tuesday. 6 to 8 p.m. Playing some punk and hardcore for you. Uh, if you want to hear something, feel free to give me a call at 604-822-2487 or swing by flexyourhead.net and send us an email with a request.
Another great local band there, Soft S. From their latest release, Absolute Truth, which came out as a tape through three labels, Thankless, Isolated Now Waves, and Night of Prison, we heard Minor Meltdown. And one time in 2015, they were supposed to play live during an Exploding Head movie session, but due to illness that was postponed, but they ended up playing live from Thunderbird Radio Hell last summer. You can actually find video footage of that on YouTube. But just look up live from Thunderbird Radio Hell. Ben Lai's been doing an outstanding job as of late, recording a lot of the bands that he has appear on his show. Now behind me, as I speak over the vocalist itself, uh, this is the Tequila Mockingbird Orchestra from their 2012 release, Follow My Lead, Lead Me to Follow. This is What We See. Their latest album is 2015's Love, and 2017 marks their 10th anniversary, for which they are doing a tour. So tonight they're in Ladysmith, British Columbia, at the Saeedee Sisters studio, and that will be the case until 10.30 p.m. if you're somehow listening to us in Ladysmith. For those people who need a little bit more planning, uh, tomorrow, January 10th, they're playing Studio Live in Cumberland. For those of you in town, things get a little easier. They'll be playing the rickshaw this Thursday, January 12th. show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $20. And do bear in mind, it is a 19 and older show. They're also playing Nanaimo this Friday, January 13th, Queens. And then this Saturday, January 14th, at Sugar in Victoria. Now, we were talking about Shindig before, and the winners from 2014 were War Baby. Wonderful little glorious grungy sound to what they're doing. They're also playing the rickshaw this week, so this Friday the 13th. Oh, Friday the 13th. Hey, no one go to Crystal Lake. Uh, they're playing with Wishkicker, Frank Love, and Mess. Doors open at 8 p.m. Tickets start and ten dollars. And again with the rickshaw is a 19 and older show. So we're going to go back to their debut album, recorded in the wake of their shindig win from 2015's Death Sweats. This will be War Baby with Spin Forever.
This Quarter magazine has been supporting local music for over 30 years. Thanks to the long-term support of the Rickshaw Theater, Discorder lives. Your favorite bands are playing at the Rickshaw Theater. Check out their calendar just behind the cover of Discorder magazine or at rickshawtheater.com. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. It is 8 o'clock. Pacific Daylight Time. You're listening to CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. My name is Gak. This is Exploding Head Movies. Do you know where your road salt is?
That was another quality song. Representing the year of 2016. Which you now get to enjoy. In its sequel. 2016 2. Anyways, that was White Long off of last year's Paradise. The song we just heard was Narcoleptic. And the Vancouver Punk Trio star in 2006 as part of the emergency room scene. But they spent a lot of time in L.A. as of late. And hey, they've grown into a quartet. Paradise was produced by Lars Stauffers, who's also done production work for bands like Health and the Cold War Kids. And currently, White Lung are touring at Singapore, Australia, and New Zealand. Not simultaneously, just in a serial order, since, as we know, time marks progression, sort of in single file. And as we heard at the top of the hour, you are listening to Exploding Heavies here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. In the background, this is Blank Banshee, representing Vaporwave in Vancouver. I'm not going to mix two V words together for an alliterative thing. Vancouver Vaporwave, Vaporwave, ending that. From the 2012 album Blank Banshee is Zero, the song is Cyber Zodiac. Blank Banshee's latest album is 2016's Mega. And as evidenced by the title Cyber Zodiac, we will get into the film score and soundtrack to the 2007 film Zodiac about the San Francisco serial killer who haunted things almost 50 years ago. Anyways, it's over in Montreal for this set. We'll start off with uh, Bernardino Feminelli. He's playing some West Coast dates this week, but not in Vancouver. He's playing Seattle this Friday, January 13th at the Sunset Tavern. Portland, Oregon this Saturday, January 14th at Mississippi Studios. And a different rickshaw, the Rickshaw Shop in San Francisco. It'll be next Tuesday, January 17th. His debut album was uh, last year's Plaisir Américain. And this is one of the slinky songs off of that. This is Bernardino Feminelli with Gluante Pornography. And somehow, I came out Italian instead of French, but you know the gist of what I said there. Gluante Pornography. Italian again. Hooray.
Dance Horizons provides affordable classes and encourage students to get involved with the community to develop as dancers. Our classes are open to all skill levels, with styles ranging from hip-hop to ballet, and are taught by professional instructors. We're running some exciting events in the next week. Our dancers will be visiting Harvard Dance Center and are putting on a show on campus on December 3rd. If you want to see us dance to this song, visit UBC Dance Horizons on YouTube. the latest release, 2016's Don't Leave Me in the Dark. It was a Montreal trio, Vesuvio Solo, with a song called Tension. They've put out many little album, usually one every two years or so. Always outstanding music. 
of course, as I check through the archives, I think I've only played them once before. But as with most things, for this year I resolve to actually try to remember some of the bands that I do like and I will share with you. Although, one thing about making the playlists all the time, even back when the show was an hour and a half long, going up to two hours, there's a lot of stuff that gets jet into the sin to the wayside. But I'll make it up somehow. Behind me, this is Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross from their most recent Fincher film score, 2014's Gone Girl. This is background noise. Now, Fincher does tie into what we'll listen to soon on the show, tied to the 2007 film Zodiac. But speaking about Reznor and Ross specifically, um, recently they scored the Leonardo DiCaprio documentary in conjunction with Mogwai and Gustavo Santaolalla, a little something called Before the Flood, something I'm hoping to share with you later on in the year. We'll have to be careful with the Oscars coming up, because those profiles usually take more of the focus. Reznor Ross also recently scored the upcoming Patriot's Day film, and that's coming out very soon. Major news, at least on the Reznor Ross front. Atticus Ross is officially now a member of Nine Inch Nails, which is Reznor's day job and has been whew, almost 30 years at this point. There's talk of a full album coming out soon, maybe a second one, but a new EP dropped before 2016 ended. It's called Not the Actual Events EP, and just five songs on it, so are different fractured takes. Nothing completely focused, but looks like at least Nine Inch Nails is starting to branch out a little bit. So it's not purely industrial, not that they ever really were, but there's some interesting different vocal techniques at play. So perhaps this is a tease for what 2017 will offer us in the Nine Inch variety. So from not the actual events EP, this will be Branches, Bones. Yeah. 
After nine weeks of live performances, Shindig, CATR's annual Battle of the Bands, is moving into semifinals. Come out to Shindig January 10th to see Devours, Marth Mills, and Prison Hair, the 17th to see Carousel Scene, Jerk in the Can, and Pavel, and the 24th to see Jock Tears, Tiny Sprout, and Mirepoix. The semifinals are every Tuesday of January at Pat's Pub. As always, there will be an opportunity to win beverages for jokes or fun facts. Shindig is sponsored by AMS Events, Backline Musician Services, Canadian Music Week, Discorder Magazine, Fader Master Studios, Rain City Recorders, Mint Records, Music Waste Festival, Nimbus Recording, Thunderbird Radio Hell, Six Cent Press, Silver Fox Postering, Band Merch Canada, Blue Light Studios, Zulu Records, Four Winds Brewery, Fernie Brewing, and Print Print. All three shows will be amazing, and you'll want to be there to see which of these three local artists will move into the final round. I know you, Capricorn, by all the lessons you've learned from the past and all the values that stand the test of time. I know you by man's need for guidelines and sure things, and the knowledge that good answers don't come easily. For Capricorn is tradition's child, and the goat makes progress by using the stones of history, and is grateful for them. I have seen you, Capricorn, climbing, always climbing, one careful foot at a time, never losing sight of your goal, not looking for new trails, but knowing so well how to use the old and proven ones. I have heard you, Capricorn, paying compliments to the rich and the famous, Stating everybody's case but your own, keeping your hopes a secret, and under the cover of humility, advancing your own cause. Until one day, to everyone's amazement, you stand at the top of the mountain. Capricorn, your word is ambitious, from the Latin ambicio, which means striving. Striving, indeed. So we had another dip into the sounds of the Zodiac. That was Mort Garson off of the 1969 album Signs of the Zodiac Capricorn. That was I Know You, Capricorn. And that was part of a 12-album series, naturally lining up with all the star signs. Some of the underlying songs across all albums were the same. One is basically exact the idea of validating astrology. And that followed in the wake of the Cosmic Sounds album that we heard at the start of the show. So if you go back to about 7.02 p.m. on this day, or if you're listening to the podcast, make it know where you are in case you ever rewind. Because um, 
Mort Garson. Originally a easy listening type composer. He discovered the Moog, then went full hippie, and then uh, picked up all manners of warp music, picking up more occult elements in the 70s. I'm sure not what the folks back home in St. John, New Brunswick were expecting. But the Moog synthesizers played by Paul Beaver. Words by Jacques Wilson, a frequent collaborator of Mark Garson. And I believe narration provided by Cyrus Fayar. At least that's the credits given to the Cosmic Sounds album before. And uh, throughout all the sessions for various Zodiac sounds, uh, future top session musicians who'd worked with acts like Frank Zappa, Marvin Gaye, and uh, Henry Mancini. And as reviews go, they range from a wonderful period piece to apt to inspire more giggle fits and stone pull the shades down reveries. Of course, part of the question is, why Capricorn? Well, it is the season of Capricorn right now, so it is the early part of January. And Exploding Head Movies, born of Radio Free Gak, was born during this time almost nine years ago, to the point next week we'll be celebrating our anniversary. So you can ascribe whatever mystic elements that you heard about Capricorn to the show in general. And you can treat it as seriously as you would a horoscope. Wood tied to a radio program. What do you expect from a Pisces? That's me for what it's worth. And that probably explains more. 2017 does feature the dreaded birthday episode since... <sighs> March is coming up soon. Anyways, in the background here. From the 1975 Fred Williamson exploitation film Mean Johnny Barrows. This is Gordon Staples and the String Thing. With... Simply known as the sounds of the Zodiac. Since the 70s were definitely a mystical time. What is your sign, indeed? We'll get into more Zodiac influence sounds before we get into the actual Zodiac from 2007, but talking about some of the soundtracks that are out this week. As new releases go, like for new films or TV things, Paul Saunderson's uh, soundtrack to 100 Streets will be out. The soundtrack actually be out through Rhino Records, the score through Movie Score Media. Carter Burwell's back. We know him primarily with working with the Coen brothers, but he scores the upcoming Founder film about how McDonald's the restaurant was formed. That's through Faressa Saraband, and that's also the home of Michael Cam's soundtrack to Sleepless. The Justin Timberlake fans, his score to The Book of Love is out through Sony Classical. And if you've been on the documentary front as of late, perhaps you know of Gimme Danger, which talks about Iggy Pop and the Stooges as a various artists' soundtrack through Rhino Records. Otherwise, Nocturnal Animals did get a Golden Globe or two at last night, and Abel Korzeniowski's score, well, it didn't, but uh, its soundtrack comes out through Silver Screen. And if you've caught Fences... Marcel Zarvos's music for that comes out through Sony Classical. Three releases go. There's a vinyl edition of Pino Danaggio's soundtrack to The Howling. Any more Kone fans who have had no short of riches with regards to music? The vinyl edition of his soundtrack to Eat It. Not the Weird Al story. That's out through Cinedelic. Muhammad Ali fans. This is a soundtrack I was trying to find last summer when uh, Ali died. 
The soundtrack to The Greatest from the mid-70s by Michael Masters out the Versa Saraband. And Angelo Badalamenti, who's presumably quite busy right now working on the upcoming Season 3 of Twin Peaks. His score to Ivalinko is coming out through Minus Havens. So we talked about the Zodiac. We'll continue on with the black exploitation vibe for a little bit here. We'll go to the 2009 spoof, Black Dynamite. And Adrian Young scored that film. He's also worked with acts like the Delphonics, Ghostface Killer, Jay-Z, most recently, Ali Shaheed Muhammad for the Netflix series Luke Cage, which is something I need to profile soon, but gotta watch it first. But this song goes back to the community. Adrian Young from Black Dynamite. This is Gloria, otherwise the Zodiac Lovers.
Without the help and support of our friends, we here at CITR wouldn't be able to bring you all the great music, art, cinema, and culture that you love. Thanks to the long-standing support from the Rio Theater, we are able to keep you informed on all the great artists, films, and everything else coming to town there. For all the current information about who and what's playing at the Rio Theater, visit their website at www.riotheater.ca.
Rasputina. Originally a cello trio devoted to sort of art rock, but over time one of the cellos disappeared and it became more dark cabaret with industrial kind of electronic influence. From their 1998 album, How We Quit the Forest, that was Signs of the Zodiac. Most recent release was from 2015, known as Unknown, based on the front woman Melora Krieger's trauma after her computer was hacked into, so that album was only available through us as a CD through her website, so she could track down who would buy it. And behind me, this is Sonic Youth, from the 2011 French film Simon Werner a Disparu, which I profiled in Exploding Head movies. Almost six years ago, this is La Cabane au Zodiac. Now's a good time to get into the 2007 film, as promised. It's part of our weekly profile here on Exploding Head Movies. David Fincher directed it, and it's based on the real-life case of the Zodiac Killer, who struck Northern California in the late 60s and early 70s, leaving cipher keys with various newspaper agencies and otherwise sort of taunting the police to try to find him. Many murders were associated with him. Others were tangentially, but never proven to be associated as such. And Fincher was inspired by the books by the cartoonist and later Zodiac investigator Robert Graysmith. So it's definitely a period film. And a lot of the songs on it definitely highlight that feel since it tries to capture that uh, Northern Californian sound of the late 60s. And uh, Fincher picked this song since he remembered living in San Francisco at the time. I mean, he was born in Denver, but his family moved to California in the 60s. And during the Zodiac heyday, there were threats that school buses would be hijacked by him. Not Fincher, the Zodiac killer. Uh, the song sort of fit in the vibe. So it's Three Dog Night, long-standing L.A. band. And uh, this song was the first cover that appeared, or at least was taken from the rock musical Hair. But it's found on their 1969 album, Suitable for Framing. So this will be the Three Dog Night with Easy to Be Hard. And then we'll follow up with sort of the de facto theme for the Zodiac himself. <laughs> So cruel, easy to be hard, easy to become. How can people have no feeling? How can they ignore their friends? Easy to be proud, easy. Say no. 
like sports? Are you looking for a way to give back to your community? Right to Play is an international organization that empowers kids through sports. Here at UBC, our volunteers work to provide equal opportunity for sport to children in the Vancouver area. We raise money to support Right to Play's global initiatives because we believe that when children play, the world wins. Check us out on our Facebook page and get involved today so that kids can be kids. Going back to 1968, with the title track to his hurdy-gurdy man, it was the Scottish singer Donovan. At some point we may tell about the lost tales of the city of Atlantis. The hurdy-gurdy man, lyrically, talks about a man who sort of rescues a village with love, but when used in the 2007 film Zodiac, it became a more ominous calling card as murder was about to happen. Fincher and the production team did their homework tied to the Zodiac case. They researched all the notes, finding some witnesses and some of the police involved. Got some private investigators and to the point when they spoke with some of the people. Their knowledge helped jog a lot of memories that were lost. Anyways, we'll get into David Shire's score shortly here, but first off, behind me, this is John Dankworth from the score to the 1966 film Modesty Blaze. 
listening to At the Doll's House before the hurdy-gurdy itself comes. And if you don't know, the hurdy-gurdy sort of a droning instrument that you just play by turning a dial. Stay tuned to Exploding Head Movies after this message. that the word jazz means many different things to many different people. So check out the real deal on The Jazz Show at CITR, 101.9 FM, or CITR.ca for live streaming. Yours truly, Gavin Walker, is your host, and I guarantee the straight goods of three hours of jazz at its finest. So come on by and give your ears a musical workout, 9 p.m. Mondays. Don't miss it. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. In the background, from his score to... Zodiac. This is David Shire with Law and Disorder. David Shire is a longtime composer, originally from Buffalo, New York. He worked on TV for a while, but his first marriage was to an actress, Talia Shire, whose brother was director Francis Ford Coppola. He directed the 1974 film The Conversation, and Shire's piano score, along with some of the sound editing behind it, brought him to attention. Zodiac sound designer Ren Kleiss was working on designing the sound world of Zodiac. And originally Fincher's plans were just to have period songs scattered throughout to give the vibe. But Kleiss felt that there needed to be music in places in the second and third acts to give a little bit more emotion. So at the time he borrowed tunes from two Shire soundtracks, along with the conversation he also took uh, the music from 1976's All the President's Men soundtrack I'm trying to hunt down and profile with for you at some point based on the new regime down south Fincher sort of bought into it but wasn't sure how he could work with Shire but Kleiss also knew Shire's primary sound editor the legendary Walter Murch so he connected the two together and uh, Shire looked at the script and he was also inspired by the signs of the Zodiac so he used 12 notes, almost serialistic in sound, and serialism was a classical movement in the mid-20th century. Of course, it almost ties in nicely to serial killers, too. Shire's music tends to be quite atonal at times. And uh, for Zodiac, he incorporated textures from a Charles Ives piece from 1906 called The Unanswered Question, along with some conversation-inspired cues. In the end, he came up with 37 minutes of original music, performed by the San Francisco Opera and San Francisco Ballet. At the time, Shire said that there are 12 signs of the Zodiac, and there's a way of using atonal and tonal music, so we use 12 tones, never repeating any of them, but manipulating them. So, pay attention to some of the instruments here, since they tie into the characters. 
The trumpet is for Inspector Toshi, played by Mark Ruffalo. The solo piano for Robert Graysmith is played by Jake Gyllenhaal. And then the dissonant strings of the Zodiac Killer. And of course, if you know anything about the case, no spoiler, no one really knows who it was. So let's listen to David Shire along with the San Francisco Opera and all as well as the Skywalker Symphony Orchestra. We'll kick things off with the trailer park. You're listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM. In an ominous Vancouver. Thank you. 
So from the score to the 2007 film Zodiac, we heard David Shire, along with the Skywalker Symphony Orchestra, elements of the San Francisco Opera and Ballet. We first heard Trailer Park, then a little bit of mixture of uh, silence and tension with uh, Graysmith Obsessed. And then we heard the plinking piano there for Are You Done? As I Talk Over Confrontation. Since Zodiac, David Shire has only scored one other film since, and that was 2009's Beyond a Reasonable Doubt. He's been working primarily on Broadway as of late, since uh, stage musicals is one of his other passions. Shire did win an Oscar in 1979 for the song from the film Norma Ray, called It Goes Like It Goes. And the interesting thing about Zodiac when the film came out, obviously it talked about the Zodiac killer. 
and the long gestating history behind it. But uh, when the film came out, it helped reopen the case yet anew. But no one still knows who it was who did it, despite all these years. David Fincher is still executive producer for the Netflix series House of Cards. He is also working on the upcoming Mindhunter series. He's rumored to be working with his friend Brad Pitt on the secret to World War Z, or I guess World War Z. World War Z 2. More super fast zombies. Anyways, that's going to be it for Exploding Head Movies this week. Coming up at 9 o'clock, it is Gavin Walker with The Jazz Show. Ready to tackle 2017 for the first time. So prepare yourselves for three plus hours of the straight goods as you stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. Next week, as I mentioned, we'll be celebrating nine years on air. Ah. And uh, we'll pick up with the David Bowie thread, as mentioned earlier, by profiling the recently released soundtrack to his 1976 film, The Man Who Fell to Earth, the first time ever that all the music from that film has been compiled for release. And as January progresses, we'll go into Arrival. And then uh, next Tuesday, the Oscar nominations are out. So, as we do every year, we'll profile the best scores and songs as nominated. Will the Golden Globe winning La La Land for score and song be part of it all from Justin Hurwitz? We'll see. We'll figure it out. As we're going to close with one last choral bit, and this is The Real Ambassadors. It's a jazz musical developed in the late 50s and early 60s by Dave and Iola Brubeck in collaboration with Louis Armstrong and his band. It addressed the U.S. civil rights movement, the music business, and America's place in the world during the Cold War, the nature of God, and uh, all the themes still fit in for 2017, especially with the upcoming 45th president about to take things on. So this will be Louis Armstrong and his band, along with Dave Brubeck, the Lambert, Hendricks, and Ross combination. This will be They Say I Look Like God. You've been listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. God They say I look like God In the image of God created them Could God be black, my God? In the image of God created If I'm a man in the image of thee Could thou perchance a zebra be? In the image and likeness of God, can it be?
black away. One just right. Oh Lord, please hear my plea. Oh, give me eyes to see that our creation was meant to be. You are listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. Stay tuned now for The Jazz Show coming right up with Gavin Walker. Do-ba-dee-oo-doo-wee Ba-do-ba-dee-oo-doo-wee 